Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. my first time doing this welcome to the ymm podcast i'm steve i'm Ashcake. i'm tito i'm dylan and uh we may be joined by uh, andrew and dave i believe andrew for sure andrew but Young as well as dave Dave Boudelier. exactly because all of us are uh, directly related to a project going on right now called the good survivor yeah and uh it's voting yeah. week right now so um it's five days left well actually no by the time you guys hear about this It'll be two days left. Yeah, two days left. This will be Sunday that we're releasing that. I knew oh, that was going to happen. That's gonna come back. Fuck your shit, Ash. <laughs> Kringle, oh, no, 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 you can't take that no. back. You can't take that back. No. <laughs> so, okay, you have got the practice because uh, you were just on the Bonus Time podcast yesterday. Uh, yeah, why don't you I feel like give us the preamble. I'm doing wait, the, wait, the, before, the elevator pitch. Before we get into anything, if you don't feel like listening to this podcast, just go to our Story Hive page and vote because that's pretty, that's pretty much what we're That's all we want from you. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's really pretty much all we're going to do. Thanks for that. We're going to get in depth. And and all that live and direct, yeah. but, but you basically you just go vote. Just no foreplay from you, hey Ash. Just like get right in there. S- it's gonna not be fun in. in there, is it? <laughs> wow. So okay, so <laughs> Steve's face. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear the sound I just Even made my then. Mom didn't uh, listen to this. Um, like, gracious. Well, you're the one that's like <laughs> pays vote. Only, <laughs> only our moms listen to this. All right, so. let's let's get on focus. Uh, let's get I don't let my mom listen yeah. to this. Yeah, um, proper thing. So yeah, I, I was I was on bonus time, but yeah, no, we can definitely talk about that. And uh, I wonder if we can offer something new in this one, but. Uh, okay, so the good survivor An ensemble, perhaps. I'm uh, only yeah. here for new content. I don't want to yeah. hear anything I've ever heard before. Because you've heard everything already, right? <laughs> um, so the everything good survivor the is uh, is basically a story of survival, uh, or uh, basically a human story in an inhuman world is our logline for for the it. good survivor is a story about survival. <laughs> yeah, it is. Totally is. I've got to stop. I'm really sorry. <laughs> don't don't miss <laughs> the you, microphone. You, you want to keep doing I'm your needle point I'm there so or sorry. what? I am. This is this is a really special. Is that good survivor. Sur- good survivor related. It's for merchant a merchandise. Yeah. Friend. Um. Yeah. So definitely, it's a a human story in an inhuman world. Essentially, we're following um two main characters. Uh, their names are Steve and Dylan. Uh, Dylan's character it, uh has cerebral palsy, and basically the whole theme of the short is basically how does someone with a physical condition like that survive in a world that has completely lost all niceties and all the social decorum of of basically uh, essentially being a normal human being. Uh, basically, civilized etiquette? Yeah, we've, yeah, we've lost all civilized etiquette and it basically it come down to survival of the, of the fittest. And uh, essentially... Lawlessness. When, yeah, so Steve and, Steve and Dylan are together 
and then something happens and Steve is left incapable of protecting himself or Dylan and then it's up to Dylan to become the good survivor. Yeah, they travel companions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not like together. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to. I, don't know. I, I mean, there is a theory that if you can see it in the, if you watch a film and a theory holds up in your head, then it's going to completely it's possible. Real. We're not. Yeah. Does that mean Sky and Simmons are together? It holds up in my head. Yeah. Do you have the Do you have the actual reasoning? Sorry, I'm show? back. <laughs> what? I left for a minute there. Yeah. Do you have the logic in the show? It's Daisy too, now, by the way. Yeah, totally. Oh. In season one, a hundred. Well, no, Skimmons. Like not Skimmons? not Daisy. Oh, Daisy's, first season. Yeah, first season. Skimmons. Skimmons. <laughs> it's it's a thing. Ship it. Vote. Right, Rach. We do it. Yeah, ship them. The fu- are you even speaking English right yeah, now? Yeah, I am. Okay, carry go, on. Go vote. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down. Okay, pop culture reference time. Okay, we're on done. the podcast. Um, but uh, okay, so Good Survivor, uh, like it is um, a zombie story. I yep. mean, it is it is a story told in a world with uh, the undead, it, and um, it, yeah, it, it's uh, what I was gonna say is it's really fascinating because I was actually just thinking about all the stuff we've worked on in the past. We've uh, We've done uh, superheroes. We've done supervillains. We've done uh, demons. We've done um, monsters. Uh, but we haven't done monsters. zombies. I've done monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've done monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose we've done monsters. Like two sentence horror shorts, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, there you that's go. That's true. Yeah. Liz yeah. was a monster. And I mean, you could have with Convo Becky was Convo a monster. Wednesday if that happened. Yeah, but... Becky was a monster. Yeah, oh, we well, certainly. We've and done we, deformities. We, yeah, we definitely we did T. Todsky. Titanski, Titanski. <laughs> the, yeah. the fusion dance. That, w- but uh, that is a good uh, connection point because I mean that was a competition that we were in with yeah. Sinaku. Yeah, actually, uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. The the big thing for us is just the fact that uh, I mean, get we've been getting a lot of uh, positive feedback online about our ability to keep driving it, and hopefully it results in us winning this. But I mean, we've we've made it so that we have given you guys uh, all the voters daily content, mm-hmm. uh, d- yeah. daily video content, and a lot of it has to do with. The trial by fire that was uh, Sinaku. Which was, I mean, that was uh, nine weeks of uh, every week there was a new assignment, as it were, homework. The, f- the film accelerator. Yeah, it's, it was. Go yeah, ahead. It's funny because uh, we uh, really took our experience from Sinaku and I uh, like plunged it into the story. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're in, in uh, it's essence, they're very similar programs. I mean, one, they actually call it a competition, that's Story Hive, and one, they call it a Project Accelerator, which is Sinaku. And I mean, that's kind of stylistic. Essentially, the function is still the same. Yeah. Uh, people compete towards getting a budget to make their dreams well, and stories a reality through voting and, and, Sinaku's, uh, and proof. Sinaku's carrot was that the momentum that you build through Sinaku, regardless of whether or not you win, it will essentially gives you the groundwork of a portfolio Mm -hmm. to try to sell your project. So, I mean, you can, I mean, you might have to retool it so it's not Sinaku related, but I mean, basically doing all those steps is what you need to do to pitch uh, short. And all the, and all of those that are listening, wondering about Comic Book Wednesday, that's, it hasn't, it's not scrapped. It's, it's by all means, it's it's all saved in the corner, in the corner somewhere. Well, and, it's it's not yeah. even I wouldn't yeah. even say it's completely backburnered because I mean now it's at the point where we know that we need a budget to to do it properly so we we won't, we won't do it improperly but now we've got an opportunity to get feedback from from colleagues and we've and we've started that process yeah. as well yes. right and and fine tune it in the background while while putting our main focus uh, into other projects like this one but yeah, so um, like 
so big differences exactly yeah stay tuned on comic book wednesday that it that will get made i promise you that will eventually get made but yeah, uh, in in some we'll format, maybe not. You know, I just at the door on the same. Um, you want to go grab yeah, Ash man. since you're closest to the door yeah, and, and free. And I mean, it's interesting that uh, uh, with uh, with the Good Survivor, one of the one of the big things was that we were actually having the conversations that would become the Good Survivor during Comic Book yeah, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Myself and Dylan were actually touching base on that. Oh yeah, we got to figure out a project we're going to work on together. And I didn't think it, yeah, it's true. It came from just the time together spent mm-hmm. on other projects. But um, I, I didn't even get this uh but i was really kind of blown away because of something you said on the bonus time podcast where you said like this could have been a segment of comic book it wednesday could, could be could be a chapter <laughs> of an anthology yeah. like, yeah, it and it just kind of blew my mind i was like absolutely it really could like that was the beauty of of what we came up with comic book wednesday was the fact that like it very much was a way to kind of uh um thread together all the ideas that we've had in the past uh but like the the good survivor itself and and i i think uh, i kind of spilled the beans a little bit on the bonus time concept uh bonus time podcast it is a standalone short however it, it is also a launching point for uh the concept of a web series so pretty excited about that um going going back to uh when we were talking about when we were talking about the concept Dylan get introduced oh yeah. hello okay. absolutely yeah. uh, i'm here um Dylan introduced himself yeah um going going back to the uh when we were thinking about sir. the concept of uh the good survivor um when this was knee when you guys were knee deep into the in when you guys were knee deep into the previous one which was comic book wednesday and i was honestly kind of shocked when when you came to me when we started to have this conversation because I was so intrigued with Comic Book Wednesday, and I, you guys were so busy with that, so that when I when I got this, uh, when you sent me, when you sent me messages or we talked about this, I was like, is this actually going to happen? Like, because I had always been a supporter of of what you guys do and, and whatever else, but uh, I never I never was able to really get directly involved. Like I was an extra in cover, but that was pretty much it. So it was it was very humbling, and you know. I was very, I was happy to actually be brought this opportunity and that's kind of, and so I, I'm putting, that's why a lot of my focus is, is in this because it's a project that I care about and it's a pro, I'm just happy to be part of this group. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad that you came on the podcast too today. Cause uh, it's funny cause I've been like, I work in the comic book shop as a lot mm-hmm. of people who listen to the uh, podcast know. And, uh, sorry, is it not pointing the right way? Yeah. So, um, I find that uh, I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of people about the project and stuff. So, like, especially today, I talked to, like, four different groups of people about uh, The Good Survivor. And I was like, yeah, you should totally, like, check it out. Like, check out our little, like, concept video. Like, check out the project and stuff. And then they're like, oh, what's it about, right? And I'm like, oh, well, it's about our friend Dylan. And um, he has cerebral palsy. And uh, so he has a disability in the apocalypse like imagine what that's like kind of thing and they're like oh like does he have it for real and i'm like yeah and they're like this isn't some walt Walt jr bullshit actually that being said that that actor actually does have cerebral palsy but apparently it's very mild well no yeah yeah, he 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 plays it up for the show Yeah. yeah and i was like yeah he does and they're like oh and like he's cool with this and i'm like yeah, I'm like he's like one part of, the of the coolest creative driving force. Part of the yeah. part of the creative driving force. I'm like, it like if you had a disability and had the opportunity to go through a medium that you love, like 
because I know acting and, f- yeah. and film and mm-hmm. stuff like Dylan, I know you love it. Like, wouldn't it be so great to help people understand? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like Absolutely. really cool to like, I mean, actually be chatting with you about it. And you're like, I'm so excited. <laughs> one <laughs> thing that, one thing that I really love about it is, uh, is the idea that like, I, I, you know, I'm not, I, I hate the idea of shying away from things because there's a possibility <laughs> yeah. that somebody might feel uncomfortable or, or offended. Um, but I really think that, I mean, uh, it's 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 a story about uh, you know a, a group of individuals uh, that are in the world that are already marginalized in the world that mm-hmm. we live in, let alone the you know you extrapolate that into the world of an apocalypse with lawlessness like we were just talking about, and uh, I mean it's 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 really hard to to reconcile with, but unfortunately I have to believe that that marginalization would become a lot more apparent and brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, just and so, so there, there's everyone, some really interesting things to deal just with. Just to bring everyone up to speed, Andrew Young yeah, has joined I, we, us. Yeah, we got to introduce Andrew. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, this, this, uh, this is actually an interesting story. So Andrew, I think, like, the the way you got involved was, is, I think, like, when we first posted... Well, I've known you for a while, and, and, and when yeah, I say I've yeah, known sure. you, it's kind of like peripherally known you right like i i've i've known veronica for a long time you apparently went to school at some point where my brother went to school and i think when you heard about the project you were just like hey man this sounds like a cool project let me know if you need any help and then i remember that we were like hey we actually need help for this so (laughs) so i reached i'm like hey were you just saying that or do you actually want to come out no for sure i definitely would want to come out and everything and help you guys out like i've been going to like film fear and a lot of like the stuff you guys put on for years yeah, totally. and like I've been offering and stuff. And you were you, never, you were in the comic book friggin- Wednesday uh, promo video too. Yeah, when, when that's we true. when we did, when we did the pitch video, the elevator. Oh yeah, pitch, yeah, I was. In you that, were like yeah. in the crowd too, so I was really excited. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day, one day that'll happen. <laughs> so I, actually, uh, the, uh, sorry, uh, the, one of the things that I, I kind of because I I talked about it on bonus time, but I kind of want to. I, I think it's important that we get uh, Dylan's perspective on it. So Dylan, I mean, from your perspective just just like how did this come about like just our conversations at nerdvana yeah um it starts so it started out with um conversations nerdvana because we like you said on bonus time we would spend a lot of time there just talking about this or it, yeah nerdvana was is kind of like uh it was like this I great say, nurturing like spot this yeah, yeah this, a literal like, nerdvana weird little yeah like creative hub for a lot of people like not even just our own crew but like a lot of other yeah. people would just come and chill on the couch and i'd hear like cool ideas like there were a couple of girls who got together and they decided that they're going to challenge each other to do art like you know they like once a week they have to draw something and like show each other or like poetry or whatever right so i mean it's pretty cool yeah That's absolutely cut you off there. um yeah but um when when this concept was first brought on I was very while I was very intrigued and excited in a way. I was also skeptical because I was unsure if I wanted to explore it. Because mm-hmm. while while we are playing characters and like these technically aren't ourselves, mm-hmm. Steve and I are pretty much, uh, or I am m- more than Steve, pretty much the same person to yeah. to who I am. I'm just in a different situation. Your names are literally Dylan and Steve yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> in in the script, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's your character names. Um so for me, I was because these these um ideas of am I like w- since I was young, I I've, I've always been like am I like able to to do things like everyone else? Can I 
can I do things because of my physical disability or, or is that limiting me too much? And kind of that's kind of what we explore in The Good Survivor is that even with these limitations that I can still um, I can still exceed and do well and I don't need I'm not being held back by my disability more more so it's driving me in a different way so when we were doing um just talks about the good survivor i was well for me it was am i am i comfortable kind of exposing that part of my life because while i am playing a character i'm opening up a different side of my life and my story that that I maybe haven't explored as much. Yeah, and one of the things, like I remember, uh, I sent you the first draft of the the, the script, and I and I basically told you that you know, if if you're not okay with this, let me know, and we'll condition it, right? Because yeah. I still, I I remember like a part of it was like I, I regardless of what the story was going to be, I wanted to work with you on uh, on something, mm -hmm. but like I was like, man, this might, this would be something really really powerful, right? Absolutely, and, 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 and not and, seen uh, before. Yeah, exactly, and, and that was exactly it. It's like, well, let's show something that hasn't been seen before. But I think like, uh, and I mean, Dylan, you were part of this. I mean, part of when we were starting to do the script readings is is we were realizing very quickly that we were making you too much of a victim in the first drafts of the script yeah. and that needed to change because yeah. like we're, we're, we need to make sure that the the, the theme stay, uh, the, basically the whole crux of the, of the theme is that, uh, Dylan is stronger than anyone, uh, assumes he is in, yeah. in, in the story. Like yeah. he is good. Like good has yeah. like so many different like connotations, I guess in yeah. this, in this, uh, particular well, thing like it's it's strength it's honor it's well here's a it's, here's yeah, the bravery. interesting facet right? and and uh uh the interesting facet of it is you'll and i i can't say it without kind of i know a bit of we spoiler, don't want to spoil too much but at some point in the story you find out who steve was before all this and you realize that he's changed a lot because the world has kind of broken him down a bit right yeah. and like you were saying earlier dylan Dylan has remained the same. Yeah. And that's that takes well, strength in the itself. The same yeah. and or yeah. has risen to the exactly. occasion. Exactly. He's become yeah. more right? of of more yeah. of a full person of who he would be because he he doesn't have and you know pardon the pun but he doesn't have crutches, right? Like there's right. there's he basically has to uh sink or swim in this new world, right? Yeah, yeah but he's trying to like Steve is trying to change him too. Like yeah. you can notice that in the intro right away that He's kind of try to toughen him up or harden him up so that yeah. if he, Steve ever like wasn't there, that he could take care of himself. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, it's ambiguous, I think, but I mean, there's there's the exploration there is that, and, and I mean, it, you get into it with the full script more so than with our little morsel that we gave the little uh -huh. two minute taste. Yeah. But um, you know, there's there's an element of like. Why? What is Steve's motivation? Why is he is he doing these things? Why is he uh, with team uh, Dylan teamed up? Why is he uh, yeah. you know trying to help out? And, you know, and why I mean, is he, like gruff too. Like, well, he's and I mean, super exactly. Like him. they're together, and yet there there seems to be a wall. There seems to be a barrier, an at arm's length yeah. thing going on. And I mean, you, you what I love is that it's going to have you know, it's going to be reflected. Like it's going to make yeah. people's mm -hmm. brains a mirror, right? Like yeah. it's going to reflect them in the story. Uh, one question. Have you read the full script? Yeah, I read the okay, whole cool. script today. Yeah, actually. Cool. I was just, Very I just cool. wanted yeah. to check and see. Uh, no, you got a big smile on your face. Yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I'm just well, like, yeah, yeah I know what's happening. Yeah. What all of you guys don't know right now is that if, if it's, we it all do, stars Tito. Yeah. There's a new draft. Tonight, the role of Steve, Dylan and Bruce will be, 
played Steve by Steve and Dave are all going to be played by Tito. Uh, no, what you guys all don't know right now is I did a change uh, a couple of drafts back intentionally because if it, it based on the strength of pilot, we do go into a web series. We're going to find out a huge revelation on Dylan's relationship with some other characters, mm-hmm. and and I've got I'll say it after the podcast. Damn, but but it's. Damn. You guys are going to be like, holy shit. <laughs> cool. It's really funny because um, a couple of months ago, I think, I, uh, man, this is going to sound weird, but I had this dream and I had this like insanity level, like super lucid zombie dream. And so I like woke up, went to work and I like typed it out to these guys. I'm like, I've had the craziest dream of my life. And then Tito's like, we go film it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it like, could totally slip into the good yeah 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 universe, yeah it's right? totally so, it's i mean in the same way that they just did morgan the movie on the walking dead yeah like this would be like the story of your character before yeah. the events of Ooh, what we've got and going that's on. always been what's character? interesting about what? about zombies <laughs> in uh it, it, zombies in uh movies and as well as tv now is basically they're they're a plot device right like, yeah they're we're yeah. not overly concerned about the zombies. they're an analogy cool, every time but, but it's always it's always what happens to these people are in that world right? yeah but it yeah. depends on what point in time they are in the world too because yeah. right away they're a danger mm-hmm. and then yeah. Yeah. it leads out the weak and yep. then you find the strong people and it just becomes an annoyance to them yeah yeah so one it's of, always there it's but the it's, MacGuffin. one of the one <laughs> of the things yeah. i've really enjoyed about the walking dead uh to to kind of draw the analogy is the fact that the basically the character that rick grimes has become over the over the seasons and how uh, like i always say this whenever it's we're like talking shane. about him shane yeah shane <laughs> shane gets killed off for spoiler alert for those that haven't watched the walking dead shane gets killed off because he's too brutal or yeah. he's, he's become dangerous to the group but uh, my opinion is always been like shane's been ahead of the curve yeah he evolved too fast he's, yeah yeah i think it as much to rick he's yeah, like, more people yeah. are gonna die weird. the longer we're soft on people yeah right? yeah. So, yeah yeah he, he yeah. was right you yeah, know what? he was, yeah. And Rick, but Rick has to learn that the hard way because he is good, mm-hmm. right? You know, you know, it's funny since since was. I'm since was. since I'm like <laughs> one of the stars of the, this. That makes me that sounds weird coming out of my mouth. But uh, <laughs> one since, of the leads, yeah, one of the since I'm one of the leads in in this zombie film, you'd think I, I'd be big into zombies, but I mean, I haven't really explored like many many shows or movies mm-hmm. with that concept I actually just started watching The Walking Dead it's really yeah. funny because like, we which were all cool. gathered right here because like, yeah. we're at our house right now and uh, we were all gathered here on Sunday yeah. living and we room put studios the first yeah living, living room, room table. studios yeah. um, we <laughs> uh, put The Walking Dead on because I like just wanted some inspiration for Hannah's uh, special effects makeup right? good work by the way thanks yeah, yeah. it was um, good yeah, mm-hmm. it was definitely season one Walking Dead level, uh, not quite three or four or five. But anyway, I don't know what that uh, means yet. But yeah, so we we put it on, and then Dylan, like you know, came in and he sat down and he's like, you know, I've never watched this, and I like smack my head on the table. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we're making a zombie movie and you haven't seen. Well, which like, is a different pers- perspective era? to the whole thing too. Well, yeah, right? totally. Well, I mean, it's, it's great. Like, I mean, fresh face. Right? It's an, yeah. an you know, it's an up to an actor to do the research that they want to do. You know, in conjunction in in conversation and communication with the director and everything, right? So it's yeah. just like some some actors might be like, I want to watch every episode of The Walking Dead so that I can you know draw from it. And some might be like, I don't want to touch any of The Walking Dead because I'll draw too much from it. Right. So, so the homework yeah. that it's I gave uh, Dylan for for that. That for because uh, I remember we were talking about 
the type of movie it was. The homework I gave Dylan was either play through or the or watch the playthrough of uh, Last the Last of Us. Us. And I and I did and, and I did watch it. Yes, that's one so thing fantastic. Too is, it is good. Um, yeah, because gave us some really cool homework. Um, well, we like as some of you know during the film festival, uh, Cody Bound was up and he did some filmmaking workshops. And he mentioned that during Gregoire, uh, what he did is he collected, um, like, Mus- song playlists. Yeah, music playlists. And, like, he made music CD, playlists. Mixed he made CDs for his actors. He made CDs for his actors like, to listen to. That's a great to, idea. To be like, this is what your characters would listen to. Like, this is kind of what their personalities line up with and stuff. And Tito did that for us. For yeah. our characters. And each of us didn't know what each other's playlists were. So it's like, and we still don't, I don't think. No, well, we, we, we didn't go over it. it. Well, we, we, we did a little bit, but but, but we didn't, like, but we didn't like the, these, like we didn't listen to them. We just, he, Tito quickly like rattled them off. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like I listen to that podcast every couple days, like uh, just, uh, sorry, that uh, playlist every couple mm-hmm. days, um, just to like kind of remind myself of mm-hmm. the music and yeah. like what, what, what I, what I personally and thus, what my character would get out of the, what, out of the, out of that music, right? Yeah. And it's it's really fun to just kind of listen to that and think about that. It's it's a really cool psychological technique that's like pretty much functionally the same as a mnemonic device as well. I it's how I was looking at it is that like listening to those particular songs while reading the script and trying to mm-hmm. memorize lines by rote and uh, and and trying to like delve into the mythos and and f- philosophy of the story that we're working on. It really helps because then all I have to do is just listen to the song again, and I'm right back there. In yeah, it, right? like yeah. it's an instant back sure. back and, into and the project, the game, right? Get your head in the game stuff. This project, more than others in the past, um, I, I'm a very visually based person. Like uh, uh, for those of you that know, I'm, I, I'm really big into photography. I'm really big into cinematography. Um, one th- what, the one thing I I have confidence in all my films is that visually I know what I'm doing right mm-hmm. but the the where that leaves me at a at a lacking is is the performances oftentimes i don't take enough time to spend with my actors and really focus on performances now it's funny because it's a shame he's not here for the podcast but like todd becomes the the poster boy for that where a lot of people kind of like oh todd's todd in every movie you do and mainly because i kind of enjoy seeing todd being being todd yeah and i give him shit while we're filming but but it's always done in a good-natured manner yeah Yeah, it's it's and he you know i always make that dark knight joke i'm like i'll make fun of him because he can take it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but the 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 until he climbs a bell tower (laughs) but the truth of the matter is it's not his fault it's mine i I should really, if he's playing a character, I need to uh, put in that time to commit to kind of helping him shape those characters. I was really fortunate, say, for example, in cover with actors like Misty and Brody, who already they're they're already very uh, theater trained. So even with very little direct direction, they can kind of formulate something around the character that they're trying to play. Right. But this go around. I was very conscious of that because the thing is, yeah, okay, we can do cool zombie effects and stuff, but that's not what's going to carry this narrative. No. That's, I mean, it's a zombie and story. And if I want people to but... take this seriously, which I do, because of the fact that we're telling a very important story, in my opinion, uh, and and a very uh, a dramatic story. And if you don't get that right, it becomes yeah. a mockery, right? Well, well and it's, it's the not... The tagline is a human story in an inhuman world. So if you concentrate on the inhumans, yeah. it's not gonna work no i totally i totally get what you're saying um i can hear it but 
Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I, on that same it, note, it? like it's uh, yeah, the exploration of the characters and everything, and and the world that we're dealing with. I mean, the zombies are a part of it. They're such a crucial part of it. They're the thing that has changed the world and shaped it. But at the same time, like it, the feather in the cap isn't going to be uh, you know the effects. We want to do a really good job of them. We want to do them properly. Take the time and, and effort to to really sell them. But the reason that we want to do that is to further the story itself, yeah. right? To further the the human story. Yeah, and what I want to go back to is is um, it's it's so interesting because I'm I'm learning as an actor, like I get, I get to be taught and directed by so many people, and everything that I do, I take in stuff and I, I get to learn new things, and it's it's interesting how I'm working with Tito and he has a very visual mind. I don't. I I may have like I have very much uh like musical and and. Like linguistic kind of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And um, and I put like that's, so I'm, and I put that in my acting, and um, I'm not a very, like, f- like photogenic or like I don't know I don't know the words, but you know, visual person. And now we're in this project where we get to work with, where it's it's like me, Dave Boudelier, and Steve, and all three of us to a degree have theater experience yep. where, where Tito does not yeah. and we're and all well the four of us mainly we're kind of just feeding different aspects of it like to, to each other yeah. because while Tito is like okay let's get this shot and let's do this um sometimes I will have to stop and I'll have to stop Tito and I'll be like I'll be like wait and it's not because I'm like mad or angry it's because I as an actor have to get in the right headspace. I will. Yeah. I will literally stop for like a minute, not say anything, because I'm working in my own brain. Okay, what what would I do in this situation? As like as my character is like, is this the proper thing to do? And if not, I'll bring it up and I'll be like, okay, let's. I mean, you probably have some sort of vision in your head, but that doesn't feel right in my body. Like yeah, the, yes. and we we, and we had uh, we had that specific conversation uh, during the very first blocking rehearsal, right? Like the uh, you and I actually spoke about it afterwards, and, and and I mean I never took it as I never took it as because uh, I think you, you, I think you mentioned like you you were worried that you might have offended yes. me, or, or, yeah. And, and I mean that's no, we that those those are just a we conditioning of the conversation, right? And essentially, it's if you need that that headspace, that's fine. I mean, I really I'll give you a good example in the past. Uh, Misty for the final scene and cover, she needed ten minutes alone. Like, and, and I didn't, I didn't know that until she was like, until I, I think I, we were setting up the shot and then I went over to get Misty and I think it was either Ash or Steve was like, she just needs a moment. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as I know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I do what I need to do to set up the shots and I'm letting the actors do what they need to do. But it's, you know, it's, we're learning together with it. Right? Yeah. No, so, it's, it's, it's a very collaborative. Open, yeah. It's open and collaborative with this process. So, so, uh, going, uh, shifting gears a little bit, uh, back to kind of not just the visual, but like selling things in regards to, there was an interesting video that I think Steve posted on, uh, the filmmakers association about props in, uh, yeah, that was such a cool stuff. one. And this was, this is where there was almost, Almost like a bit of a happy accident that happened uh, or, or uh, yeah, with uh, meeting Andrew because um, I didn't know this, but like you're really into like survivalism. 
Like, uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. I, well, I mean, I didn't even realize until <laughs> I'd, like, I was I'd like, say there's no I'm like, question. Yeah, I'm like, who would be the most have, adept like, off the bat? Do you, do yeah. you happen to have a camping yeah. backpack? And you're like, I have six. I'm like, what? Do, and I'm like, like don't tell do my you wife. Have a knife that might be good for stabbing a head. Like, yeah, pick, pick one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like you seem to have a picture of like the knives, right? Yeah. And you're like, Steve, which one do you think we should use to stab it? And I'm like. You know who we're going to when the apocalypse starts. Right? Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot. Like, I'm, li- I'm, li- I'm literally going to go to Andrew and be like, protect me. <laughs> Save us, Burley Ben. So, like Eugene, you are my very best chance at survival. That's why I told you about Washington D.C. So, so uh, oh, that was pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. So, so Andrew, like, how did you get into all this, man? Oh, jeez, I don't even know. Uh, started off with growing up, uh, in, being into firearms uh, with my. Uncle, my dad, uh, started off as pretty much black powder, moved into tomahawks, throwing knives. And then after that, it just got into camping and stuff. And then yeah. I just got into it. Like, There's a new axe throwing like recreational place yeah, in Edmonton. Edmonton there, yeah. yeah, Oh, man, that looks so fun. Well, yeah, you, you, no, you, threw, you threw in like a really interesting fact to me the other day. Just like in conversation, you were like, most people only have enough in their fridge to last three days. Yeah, yeah. nine meals yeah. away how, from chaos. How do you do that math? That, that, that was, yeah, that was <laughs> great. He's telling us about nine days away from chaos. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say? Three days? Well, three yeah. days of food, but like nine days away from. Well, it's nine breakdown. meals away from chaos. Oh, meals, okay. nine yeah. meals so if you're eating, yeah. if you're eating three times Dude, a day, our our fridge, you're looking at like. Oh man, we're yeah, we're, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're dinner from chaos. Like yeah. no, but <laughs> dinner from chaos. There's like wake up in the morning, like, all is lost. That's like, a, open the that's, fridge. That's and our I'm next like, film idea. Yeah, dinner from chaos. Oh, there you go. One meal from chaos. But like, that's what this film like explores a lot of. Is it's called it's long term survival. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that if if we develop into the web series, that's definitely aspects of how did these people survive? And like, let's we start asking those questions. Okay. Well, then how how the heck did someone like Dylan survive out here? That's exactly it. Because in a long term survival experience, uh, a lot of people only have like let's pick somebody out uh, diabetics. Yeah. They usually only have. I don't know, from what I've experienced, uh, three months worth of insulin. Yeah. And it's not good if it's not refrigerated, right? It, it actually goes bad it faster. It degrades, yeah. And degrades. Mm-hmm. So what would happen if they didn't get their insulin? And that's short term. Uh, three months is short term. Six months is longer. A year, two years is going to be long-term survival. And I totally need to consult you on that last scene then because like, <laughs> what, what is it? The Gatorade and... Uh, it's just the Gatorade, right? Yeah, Gatorade just, they, they had found Gatorade. Oh, so thank God. That in was totally stabbed yeah. in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what would oh, last no. forever? G- oh, Gatorade lasts no, a long sports time, Sports drinks right? would yeah. be totally... Oh, yeah, no, Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a year. Sports drinks are a year. And I learned that because um, we have a Coke fridge at Nirvana. Yeah. Only it's been... Um, Did you sample de- it after a year? Decommissioned. No, no. Oh, okay. like, we haven't been closed for a year yet, but our Coke fridge has been decommissioned. And the Coke guy came to me couple of days ago and he's like by the way most of your fridge product is expired now and i was like what yeah Coca-Cola, it'll separate sprite, in the can oh, coca-cola yeah. sprite ginger ale all of those have a shelf life of three months and um what yeah power yeah. well power aid vitamin water all that stuff a year that's it 
Uh, I, I actually, their fuse the drink is probably like, like a the day. Three months, yeah. I'm like, it's got milk in it. Shit, man, I've drank yeah. in three month old pop all the time. Well, like pop oh, will yeah, separate no, the can. You'll actually notice it if you just have still bottle, yeah, yeah. Uh, like glass bottle or something. You'll actually see it turn like light brown on top, and it really yeah, yeah. especially especially glass bottle because it doesn't. Is yeah. it like was it like you know, sediment? And settling? you know what? That is like one of those small, really cool nuances that like I'm thinking about it right now, and and this won't spoil anything. But like, what if what if we have Dylan with like the Gatorade, and then just like in the background, there's like a bottle of Coke, and it's been separated because you know what i'm yeah. saying but like small little things because in the video Product that you showed placement. there's this really there's this really interesting thing in, in in film where a lot of people don't pay attention to set deck because but the, well, thing, the thing is you don't pay attention because if it's good set deck you don't notice it, it it's just like cgi you into the mm-hmm. world right 100 just like cgi if it's used properly you won't notice it and it's funny because but we, you still have to do it properly we <laughs> yeah. love oh, man. that stuff like easter eggs and all that stuff we're really particular yeah well, minutiae is a, is a is a huge thing there you go, well yeah. if you yeah. i mean we even put kind of one in our preview if you yep. if you pay really close oh, in attention in the background yeah and you have to pay really close attention like you have to be looking out for it you will see some, something swinging in the background yeah. that actually freaked me out when it got dark i'm hoping we should bring that well we definitely should <laughs> bring that back me. for something that, that the, was another happy accident shoot. the fact that like we were losing light so quickly and it ended up really helping with like the mood yeah because you were it. worried yeah. about it You're i was really worried yeah. because i'm like we're not gonna get any why are there so many people quieting here this yeah. is stupid was, yeah exactly i'm like we, we had just set up like like the Hannah headshot, yeah. And, poor and it's Hannah. like, okay, we only got one shot of this. I was like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in the woods, ready to go, and I'm just like, hear that quad start up. And like, the freaking oh, staging area was full of people. There must have been 20 quads out yeah, there. Yeah, well, I've, I've never seen it that full. No, before. but but I was oh, saying on never bonus once. time, season too. I was so. saying on bonus yeah. time that like when I got that, we footage heard a couple and shots. I was looking at it, we I'm did. like. I literally just had to do just small tweaks at, to to make it really like shine, but it looked already yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, because in editing, you edit that pretty. pretty oh yeah, yeah, fast, yeah. man. And I, I was, was pretty like excited for days. it too. So yeah, yeah. I do like, GoPro videos, and that's like a twenty-four hour period for me. And like, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, like you finished it, and then like I got home and did a couple things. A couple hours later, here's the thing, and I'm like, <laughs> good night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so worked out too by the end yeah. of it, because like I, it, I have. It's it's actually a really bad habit, but I have a thing that once I start editing something, I yeah. don't put it down until I'm I'm done to a place I'm happy with it. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah. That's the magic and, of and it was hell yeah. with the documentary because with the document because I shot a documentary pat last year, and it was hell because the documentary I just get the footage for the day. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, I got to sort it and all this stuff. And I'd start kind of chipping away. Yeah, you'd prep for it. But the first, that first version of the doc, I mean, we we have over 100 hours of footage for that doc. And that's an 89-minute documentary. And there's so much that got left on the cutting room table. And uh, at the end of the day, it was Steph's call, right? I was like, okay, what yeah. do you want me to add? What do you want me to remove or whatever? Oh, but, special features. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like it's Lord of the Rings, eight months of special features. Because really. I really think like, um, that you being in the theater environment, shooting the documentary, like really yeah. helps you understand actors too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, I got I had the privilege of being able to shadow a really good director, uh, Paul Gillano. Uh, he, did, uh, he did Cabaret and he's doing Into the Woods this this coming mm-hmm. year. But he is very... He, oh, the biggest thing that stuck with me about what he told me was he, with his actors, he just wants them to give them... He wants him to give them... Give him their all. Now, yeah. not all... It, that sounds kind of a pretentious statement, but this is the reason why. He basically says, my job isn't to make you a better actor. I That is your craft to form on your own. You give me everything you have, I know what sort of clay I'm working with. If you give me everything and I say, okay, 
this is what I'm working with. I might have to mold it just a little bit to get to find that character or a lot based on and then I kind of have to live with that regret of I casted this person. Maybe they're not the right fit, but I'll try to make it fit as well. But at the end of the day, uh, he doesn't know what he's working with unless they give him all mm-hmm. they've got. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, I found you, that really like, fascinating. You don't, you don't. Uh, I mean, the quick analogy is you don't build up, you you excavate, right? Yeah, you it, you pull away the parts. And that you was don't his want. whole thing. Is is if the character needs to be this big, and all you're all is up to here, he can't get you up there. All mm-hmm. he can do is make this. Yeah, you can better, only bring it down, right? bring it yeah. back, bring yeah, it in. One of one of my goals is to actually work with Paul because I've actually I've never worked with Paul. And if you don't, and there's so much I, that you like. Paul is a is a well of of knowledge for mm-hmm. for an actor because if you don't know Paul is known for his directing like all throughout Canada and all like throughout even internationally but he is also a fight master for yeah. Fight Directors Canada. Yeah, that's how that's how I know. Paul. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, that that in itself like I I had ju- I had just been doing um some some fight choreography this week because uh, Nathan Lloyd had come in and he had helped with one of my, w- the Westwood show that I'm doing and uh, classes, but doing that. And, and he was uh, an apprentice for Paul. Like, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking up on Paul and it's like, God, like I like this guy, he's just like, I've never had the chance to work with him. And actually um, my dad has never actually worked with him. Oh really? Yeah, I don't Surprisingly, think none of the none of you guys have none of the not even, n- not even none of the Thomas boys have wor- have worked with him yet. <laughs> but um, it's one like one day I I just haven't I I think that's that's it I I haven't shown him everything that I have or or anything everything that I can give yet. But that's kind of like my goal is to to someday work with Paul in 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 some form. Yeah, I mean it was a true privilege uh, getting to shadow him. But I mean, like, I, I think we're we're gonna see the benefits in the Good Survivor. I mean, um, uh, I might have let the cat out of the bag for uh, in uh, in bonus time, but essentially, regardless of us winning, we are gonna proceed with it. However, uh, if we do have ten thousand dollars behind it, it is gonna look so good. Look yeah. and feel like yeah. look yeah. and feel really really good. It'll, it'll change everything. Yeah, like it'll yeah. it'll be like if for those of you elevate. that don't know yeah. the 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 preview con- the concept preview we showed that's zero budget yeah, yeah. that's what we can that do is with nothing that is yeah. like that is spirit halloween props that is yeah. chocolate, like chocolate syrup and a jug of fake thing. blood yeah yeah and, yeah. and what that's and, dirt as dirt for makeup instead of makeup as well, dirt. you saw that if those of you following <laughs> the social media feel that wasn't makeup that was like the guys rolling around in the crowd yeah, yeah. We didn't authenticity even proper prosthetics on hannah we took yeah latex yeah. rubber mask you macgyvered the shit we, out of that yeah, oh like, we did well yeah, you guys are being resourceful as hell like, the, yeah. the, like, the, well, we decided so you can do on a shoestring budget because right? i mean well ashley and tito did the shopping and then when we got all the pieces together and everything me and ashley sort of like powwowed about how what we needed to do was we had this head that looked nothing like hannah and hannah that looks nothing like the head and we had to make them meet in the middle like instead yeah. of instead yeah. of instead of fine-tuning one to look like the other if you make them both meet in the middle then it's a lot easier and a lot more effective and yeah and, and so steve was working on the head and yeah I we did it at the Hannah same time and like I, same I i think that was very beneficial yeah i think so too S- since you were both working on working on the process and you were seeing what the other person was doing i i know that steve was like uh, he was working on the head and he was like okay this needs to be a little bit darker to match yeah. her and like you wouldn't get that if, if ashley would have or if steve would have worked on 
on the head and like yeah. and he's like here's the head well that was mm-hmm. one of the problems that. with uh cover is when we we have we had bruce waxley is what we named him but yeah. we were working on bruce, <laughs> bruce without this the, wicked the without face that melted Brody. yeah like we had a melting face yeah we were cover, working right? on a photo yeah. of so Brody. we were working off of a photo of Brody, but like we just couldn't you know it, you can't 3d yeah. a photo right yeah, you can't see cheekbones you can't right so but i will say what, what what you guys you guys gained probably like if you're equating it to like let, let's say formal education you guys got like two years of experience through that process no yeah exactly get it's, your hands dirty it's funny too because steve and i were talking a little bit about special effects and stuff today and i was like i think the only difficulty that i still really have with special effects is like figuring out the timeline and it's funny because like i know in cover we ran overtime a few times because mm-hmm. like I was taking so long doing the special effects makeup. And I mean, it was full face prosthetics. Like it was, it was insanity level prosthetics essentially. And, um, but now like that amount of work that used to take me an hour and a half to two hours, I can get it done in about 45 to 50 yeah. minutes. Plus, right? plus on top of on top of that, we've also learned to be a bit smarter on how to film it too. With cover our original vision, I keep going back to it. It's, it's like my one little, what if story um the original vision for cover was to cut the lights in the library but they wouldn't let us had we cut the lights in the library it would have really helped with those visuals because the the thing about those demon prosthetics is that they had really great profiles like thick brows and everything but you could still kind of see the seams because we had like freaking those type of lights shining in them and yeah, that, but if it got dark then you could see shadow more yeah, and that, yeah, that totally. was my fault i should have been i should have really fought to have those lights killed and, but if yeah. you pay attention during just go like turn the circuit breaker off and just yeah. run away yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so the what uh if you pay attention during the pre- concept preview what we did is essentially what i did is i shot i shot the shots with the prosthetic in a very soft focus yeah. and it's just enough to make out the detail of what's going on but not enough for you to see you know like to, to question work. the reality of what of what you're looking at yeah. right so and i yeah. found like with uh with cover two, the screen tests that we did we turned the lights off yeah so like all of the screen tests that we did when we were like testing them on camera we were doing it in the dark with like very small amount of light like the couple of times that we did screen tests and stuff right so yeah. it was well i mean you, you even look in when we did comic book wednesday when we did the fusion of myself and todd that yeah. whole thing like we, yeah we learned a lot about <laughs> like, lighting i actually showed day. all the guys that work that today from from, from a makeup perspective <laughs> that was probably the 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 most quick quote-unquote yeah. sloppy thing we've ever done Cut however dry. because we shot it all yeah. backlit with just the silhouette and stuff it probably looked the well, most and, polished. And then, yeah. and then right? you focus on the parts that are polished, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And then so. the so we're learning as we the, go. Right? The so, what is yeah. it? The sum of the parts becomes greater than the whole. Absolutely, because yeah. you got enough enough pieces that look great, yeah. so that you can put. Them I still in, your head. in that in that shot when we had the that was the end of the, Bruce too. The condom fit. <laughs> no, we still have Bruce. We in, in yeah. some yeah. format or another. He, we'll he, throw he, him did, in, he took we'll a pounding. in the good survivor. He's like Sam Raimi's car. Ted Raimi's car. He's like Ted Raimi's car. We'll have his head on the ground. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The, I think it, it blows my mind every time we see it because it looked awful in real life under like harsh fluorescent lights. And it, I think it looks the best out of everything from that little thing we did with the differentiator for Comic Book Wednesday. It's when we had the condom filled with green yellowish oh, water yeah, yeah. that was sorry, saran wrapped down. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, that's pretty common if you see usage arm, of like, in the of, Comic Book yeah, Wednesday. He's got this yeah. huge kind of laceration that's like looks like it's about it, to burst. It looks yeah. like a like it's boil a or like a burn. <laughs> 
that's like about to. Yeah. And basically, it's just, it, just being resourceful. That's well, MacGyver yeah, everything. Like, like and this. like, yeah. oh, but you should have seen it. Like on set, it looked awful, and I was like, wow, this is nothing like what I had imagined in my head. So for what would how, that like, be? Would that be an editing out? with the camera work? Or well, no, it, it was it's, both, it's it lighting. It's it's yeah. it's just a combination of everything. It, it, yeah, it's all the pieces coming together. Like, Plus, I, I will, and it I will sells it. It looks real. The secret sauce behind it, and so many fucking movies do it now. Again, do it now to hide this. Yeah, I will give Roberto Rodriguez full credit for it. Um, they make it intentionally look like a shitty movie. So you yeah. notice that our, our, our that video, we made it look like a VHS video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. to fucking totally. hide the seams because when yeah. you shoot things that way, you have a softer focus all around. So suddenly the details, like yeah. the really refined details are softened well, out, right? And the, and the other major thing okay. is sound. It's yeah. like if the yeah. sound is good and it doesn't set, like you don't hear the artifacts, you don't hear the editing, then yeah. like it makes your suspension of disbelief that much easier. Yeah. It yeah. really does. Sound is uh, huge. If, if you watch- Like uh, the watermelon? Exactly, yeah, like yeah. cutting up a watermelon yeah. in the woods. Did you, did you Man, guys? Okay, those sound I'm effects sure you, were awesome. I'm sure you guys noticed that, but but if if no one, if it the, for those of you not paying attention, uh, the sound of Dylan grabbing Steve, the sound of Steve wiping his hand, the sound of the stab, the sound of hitting the head the off, the sound of hitting the head off. All of it was watermelon. Yeah, just just all different speed, all different speeds yeah. and yeah. tones of the watermelon. We took we took, yeah. we took two different takes with one super sharp knife supplied by Andrew. Yeah. That was the old worst, watermelon though. that got too old to eat, and we just like had two takes of just like kind yeah, of stabbing it, it poking at it, when, moving when it. When Dylan grabs Steve. Amazing. I was so surprised because when Dylan grabs Steve, like the pat was just so soft, it was like. And I'm like, damn, we need kind of like a bit of a of a moment there. So I'm like, what could I use? So I just super slow down the watermelon slice. Oh, yeah? and it just ended up being this like sound of like, that's it right there. <laughs> it was amazing. Like fruits with a shotgun mic right up in their grill yeah. doing weird things to them gets you the best sound. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> like, it was amazing. really crazy. I think so. Ian would be so there's a There's yeah. a great – I still have to watch it. but And I know it's great just from the trailer alone. But there's this great oh, – thriller horror movie that's based on like true events kind of thing it's called the barbarian sound studio and it's about foley sound like it's about mm. somebody going insane while trying to do the foley sound for this horror movie that's that being shot awesome. oh it looks so great and it's funny because i was like i've never done that before and i know the technique i've seen people do it and and i i am kind of up on how they do foley things because i love audio and i love you know i nerd the shit out about that stuff but that was my first time ever doing it and i was like this works so well like yeah, yeah. i'm amazed at this process just make fruit die and you like get all the sound <laughs> the effects you ever need. so sharp. It took yeah. you like 20 slices to get it right and you had to like slice it, it, yeah, it backwards. Well, couple, and the sound so got sharp, better and better. The first time you stabbed it, it was like, you Nothing. barely heard anything. It was yeah. like... Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just it. Once it started getting messy and like wet, and yeah, like there's yeah, a little yeah. bit of like the juices, the, then you started hearing some... Too. Oh, you had to twist it and everything, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, you pretty much diced the watermelon out. Oh, it was yeah, amazing. We could have ate that thing. Like, we anybody had oh, yeah. walking... Like, well, if it had oh, we still been good. Been. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if uh, anybody dark. had walked by the next day, what they would have found is uh, a watermelon sliced up with no regard to eating it. Yeah, it's just like a perfect fruit salad. And like two pools of fake blood and chocolate and syrup. blood on a tree <laughs> like really yeah, nearby a palm print yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and luckily with, we didn't forget the body bag <laughs> yeah yeah and, well that would be yeah, the story yeah, I, was, I, was, I was about to say yeah. I, was, I was about to say because I think Gorilla it was promotions. yeah I think it was Andrew who was like are we gonna grab the bag and Steve's like 
Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we yeah. probably should. Uh, it's yeah, dark now, and I can't uh, see it. Yeah, <laughs> can't oh see it in the woods. man! I yeah, can just and you imagine. know what? This, this is the type. I know that this was just the small preview segment, but this is the type of stuff that I love about making movies. Is just like that one, the bond that's formed from like having to be resourceful together. Yeah, well, but also like, like just like the shit that braving you're able, the elements, you make being uncomfortable. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's not an adventure until something goes wrong. Right? Oh, absolutely, right? So like, I love problem solving. Like, I don't know, I don't know. I get a high off of oh, when you're trying to go wrong. And then the you're like, branch? let's get resourceful. Yeah, ways, exactly. Two, there's two way, two <laughs> Me and Andrew MacGyvering things yeah. together to string a body up. <laughs> there, there's two types of people in these scenarios. They're the people that like like you guys, which I love working with these type of personalities, which it's like, oh, something went wrong. Okay, how do we how do we fix it? How do we figure it out? It's going to suck, but you know what? We'll, we'll make lemonade. And then there's the other personalities where if something goes wrong, it's suddenly like, I can't work under these conditions. Yeah, yeah. everything's ruined. Home. Let's stop. And and you know what? If you're If that's... If that's if that's your personality, if you find yourself being that person, why are you even making movies? Why are you even doing what you're doing? Because you're not having fun, right? Because yeah. first and yeah, foremost, it's, if it's you're a not fluid fun, process. It, it? it is an right? entirely fluid process. I yeah, mean, you I, have to plan. Planning's important, but thing, also plan for your plans to fall apart. Biggest thing that I've learned from from that the biggest takeaway for me for that test shoot though is when we're when we're gonna shoot this. We need to set up like a nice hey, warm like, tent yeah, somewhere, yeah. Up, some sort yeah. of makeshift green room with heating. I got your back, bro. Yeah, well, there you go. See, for, for like, our, our casting, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's so funny you because I was talking to Dylan or? about it. I'm like, I'm sure Andrew has something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, I wanted to echo what you said earlier, and it's like, I, I go back to I, I go back to this uh, a while ago. Steve and I took part uh, as a big like group of a 24 hour film challenge, mm-hmm. and. Oh my God, like there were so many people involved that we were just rushing to get things done. Um, one of my favorites is that we didn't have a boom mic, so we had to use a broom mic. So we had to like tie, yep. Uh, yep. we had to tie That's the mic to the wrong. end you of the what you gotta yeah. do. I was remember? trying to remember yeah. what happened, but I was working. I saw yeah, you, you did makeup. Yeah. Apple crack, yeah. yeah. Um, you did makeup and went to sleep. I had work at CNRL in the morning, so yeah. like I had to get on the bus at 4.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was up until half past 12, like trying to get this zombie makeup done on Clinton. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't even see. And I like cried. I was like, I, why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, so, that's such that's struggles. One, it's interesting because you've, you know, that's a learning experience because yeah. one of the first things you asked me when we were going through it's like, okay. How many how many quote unquote hero zombies do yeah. we need? Yeah, and that means zombies that are going to be up close to yeah. the camera. Uh, zombies you can extreme close up and still yeah. s- still you know the seams don't get. What seen. is that tier one that's, zombies? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And, and that's that's something with the, <laughs> we've learned from the Talking Dead because they always give you every episode of the Talking Dead. It's I mean I find it a huge resource. Not only do you get to meet the cast and like share funny stories and stuff, but they always have two like behind the scenes featurettes that they do. Like every episode, one's usually just an interview, and then another one's kind of like an on set like walking around the set kind of thing and when what and and they the they, they tell you that like once a season they're like yeah so the way that we do this in case you don't know is that like there's three tiers there's hero zombies there's the mid-ground zombies and then there's background out of focus zombies background and it's like yeah they drink water in the background <laughs> like like yeah. literally water it's bottles? just like rags and masks and like yeah. dr- are drinking water bottles yeah. or checking their texts and stuff like if you, look, <laughs> if you look really closely sometimes you can catch them just it's doing just that. like move because, like a zombie please yeah exactly They're just like players. just just don't stand <laughs> out basically yeah. like yeah. be a zombie don't stand out and also then they'll add digital ones like tons of digital yeah. zombies into the well, far background. Well, I bet for those the most recent episodes too. Eh? Yeah, the, oh, the, the huge big composites of I, that like bothers digital. Me actually, when when you see like the when they did the big crowd shot of all those zombie the big zombie hordes, oh, like crossing the street. Yeah. yeah. Except that they literally had a thousand zombies. That no, is, no, no, no. For yeah. when they had the the semi. Yeah. 
Yeah. In the in the yeah. That was they, digital. No, but they did. Not all of it. They had the biggest crowd of zombies ever for that yeah, shoot. Yeah, they said I think on they the show. said it was one thousand and twenty. Yeah, they like they broke it on records. Like, their four special effects makeup artists were literally they had in a, their trailer. They turned it into like they were like making model tees. Like there was yeah. like assembly line makeuping. It was just like you do this job, yeah. you do this job, you like, do this job. People were going in, in and out, and coming out zombies the other. And it took them so long to get the zombies done that by time. They got through everyone. The zombies that were at the beginning of the episode were, were starting to show up to get their makeup off. To get their makeup taken off. Like, those are the they, unsung heroes of the oh, show, eh? That's shit, just hey, yeah. it. Like it's, it's behind the scenes. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's like in the future there'll be a documentary about that where like this one, like this one guy's like, I played a zombie in every single season of The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, they and they they do show you that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He, Greg's done it four times, and he's also the like the coach. The guy who breaks in half, mm-hmm. like when he's squeezing between the, the semis, semis and his guts come and out his, and it pulls his chest apart he's been in every season is what they were saying during the as movie. a zombie i think even to this day the most memorable <clears throat> zombie maybe just because just the iconic nature of how they did it is still the zombie from the first episode oh what, bicycle, bicycle girl. girl yeah bicycle yeah. girl yeah yeah iconic you know what oh, bicycle God. girl well walker you know exactly who i'm talking about when i say well, the, the well bloated walker, well walker that lands on the glow out, out of the well yeah the bloated yeah, yeah. The one they pull breaks out. apart that one's iconic oh uh, when he rips it in half yeah uh, the uh, figure for that actually rips in half yeah i will say there's probably the i think those ones were digital though the two that michonne had the armless ones? Oh, the, the armless ones? Yeah, they were digitized. Yeah, which is yeah. a shame, but I get why they Her did pets? It. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they were yeah, missing they arms and bottom though. jaws, and it's like... What? They could have found actors. Well, it, it, even if they had fa- they had found actors, they would have to have found people that were paraplegic. You know what I mean? Because oh, they yeah, had no that's arms, true. And they would have had to g- digitize the, the jaws out, right? Yeah, yeah So I could true. see they were why pretty they haggard They did a really zombies. good job of it, though. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Like... You gotta know. Like, I will. I will argue that for zombies, the biggest thing that I think really sells a zombie is uh, I don't like the CGI zombies because I honestly feel the animatronic ones look even look more real. If you ever see an animatronic type zombie from an '80s movie, I feel that looks more like a dead animatronic. Body than anything digital. to me looks better than CGI. Yeah, like, that's after a good point. knowing things. I, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we, we're practical, practical people. Yeah, like that's. We try and go practical with like everything. That if we, we get the ten thousand, I would re- like. I don't know where we'd be able to work it in, but like, man, it would be nice to do something like, like I don't want to say animatronic because that may be overly ambitious, but like something where like, like, like I'll give you an example. Zero budget, the prop head, it's good the way we did it, right? Yeah. If if but- we had the ten thousand, that prop head, I I would want the mouth to move. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That would have been yeah, the yeah. La- that way. Like, say for example, we get that ten thousand, we reshoot that scene, right? Well, yeah. Like, I, I, we do a Mark II on that head and figure out a mechanism to make the at least the mouth move, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Zombie head that has a moving. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, we, we can oh, definitely okay. MacGyver that. We can. You can as- control it. Like you can do it electronically and stuff to try to move the mouth and yeah, everything. Yeah. But I don't know. How much money do you want to spend on it, too, well, right? Or yeah, exactly. Even if you don't do it electronically, you have a puppet. Like, oh yeah, a puppet, a puppet, or or like with a pressure puppet. Like I said, you can do that from all, a distance. All I want, all I want in the Mark II zombie, we'll call him Mark II for now. 
Moving jaw. Moving jaw and eyes. Yeah. I would yeah, like yeah. like side Ooh, to side eyes. eyes would be good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like Did you have you ever heard that story from uh that story from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh the movie? I guess they were they were remote controlling the the heads to talk. They didn't have them wired. It was like a new for the, for the, for the time. This was new technology. So instead of normally puppets would have these wires hanging out of them, all the Huge Jim Henson wires, ones would yeah. have yeah for controlling everything. But they couldn't do that because they had to do martial arts scenes too. Mm-hmm. So they actually set up RF communications. They were shooting near the Hong Kong airport because they shot a lot of the movie in Hong Kong. And what would happen is, I guess, the frequency from the, the, the thing would every so often f- mess no with way. theirs. And every and they so just often, start glitching. the turtles would have like a seizure. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> just, I want to see footage of that. I want to see footage of that so bad. Oh, Man. Well, like that is an impressive piece of film. Like it's an independent film. Like they all of the martial artists had to like do their choreography blind. Yeah. With yeah. a heavy head on, oh, God, yeah. like their their balance would have been all off because of the suits and everything. That is so insane. And so they like, they had to rehearse and trust so much that they could sell it without seeing anything. There's a documentary about it, and it's basically talking about the Turtles, just the entire history. And they taught they had there's a 20 minute segment on that first movie, and they're basically just talking about how like it was such a gamble because they were like, well, we want to do the movie, but we want creative control. Well, no studio in the United States would do it. And then they were like, well, Golden Harvest is interested. Who are they? They did Bruce Lee movies. Where are they from? They're from Hong Kong. We'd have to shoot a lot of the movie in Hong Kong and pretend it's New York. Okay. <laughs> so they so they, they they totally took a gamble but and they funded it uh, it was all independently funded. Jim Henson worked for free on that movie because he w- he wanted to try out the technology mm-hmm. so that he'd have something to show uh, Steven Spielberg because he was trying to bid for uh, for Jurassic Park which was in pre-production at the time yeah which Stan Winston got yeah exactly yeah. oh so. man so like well he was just playing it for experience for the time right oh if, if you but, go if you look back well, at, and I think he believed in the project too like, I interviews think he, with Jim Henson though and like it's so funny because after the project he's like Oh man, that was so much more work than it was. Worth. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. but he signed on in good faith and all that. Yeah. So I mean, like, and that, that's the cool thing. Like, that's something that we'd be able to play with if we if we end up doing this. And like, here's the interesting thing: is like, it's a pretty tight timeline. If we get the money, um, essentially, we owe Storyhive a film by February the sixth, mm-hmm. which means yeah. we have to film. In December. in December, yeah, yeah, well, minus thirty. I mean, ideally, yeah. we woods. start filming before <laughs> November's done. Ideally, that would be ideal. Yeah, yeah, if, uh, like if it, possible. Yeah, it, I mean, it's at least started. Started yeah. filming. The, the film would have to have actually. We'd have to be able to film anything that doesn't require visual effects. Uh, ASAP and then all the visual effects stuff once we have all the material for mm-hmm. it which would be we'd have to move on pretty quickly mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it, I mean yeah you, you, you're right it probably looks like December and that's why I was like we, it's important that we have some some place to keep the actors warm right yeah yeah, yeah we can get a well, canvas wall tent or something like that yeah, some propane heaters yeah what, uh, uh, now stove. I will I will tell a war story uh, when we shot uh, Nighthawks uh, we shot Nighthawks in minus 38 degrees weather on in February and we sh- our shooting schedule. I am so insane for doing this. We started at six p.m. and we ended at five a.m. only to have a call time the next day of seven a.m. In the night, my Jeez. my cast and crew had a two hour break to sleep before we were shooting day two stuff. I am lucky I'm alive because I'm surprised they did not. <laughs> I would that just goes you. to show the good relationships I had with yeah. those people. Because yeah. holy crap! And it's so funny because uh, my DP, which is Rhett, which might come back for this movie. Like it's so funny. I'm like, just so you know, we're probably shooting in December and it's going to be super cold. He's like, I'm in, man. Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's like 
what's so c- cool about this group because we we're all friends um uh, to like i to a degree i I've, i'm like what no, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> what we never talk um but, shut up dylan <laughs> yeah of course and, we're friends yeah and like even with andrew who i've barely met maybe like in barely past, yeah. barely yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I love you. My brother dude. more than he knew me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I, it, we we trust each other so much because we've known each other for a long time. Obviously, obviously, some more than others. Does that mean? But but there's that there's that trust and there's that there's like I am fully like like willing to do whatever. Like in our preview shot, in our preview video, there's a moment where I like get dragged down or i get like pushed down by steve yeah. and he holds the knife to my throat yeah that's a real knife that's, yeah, that's yeah. trust that, like that's not and i said and i not said not to that, mention that we did do fight card yeah, yes yes just, yes. just so everyone yes. knows yeah. that was of well we had planned that for weeks before yeah. we shot we did it, so. um, just, i kind of feel like i should have dulled that knife first you know <laughs> <laughs> um i mean proper properly yeah it should have been dulled um, i mean just but, for the the, uh, the potential of accidents right yes but <laughs> my, but what i'm trying to get at is like when we did that there was no like on my end there was no sense of I'm going like I could get hurt like I like there was no distrust in Steve for me I even said to Steve you know get closer if you if you if you need yeah, if you I, want to like there there's no like there's I'm not scared to do anything I I know that early on Tito was like are you comfortable with this it's like are you, like well and, and and you know why and and I was just going to say that Dylan it's because we've had those conversations already about like are we comfortable with it, it what's okay with this group and what isn't okay mm-hmm. and that, you know what just because we said it was okay at one point doesn't mean doesn't mean it's, it's going okay. to be okay later yeah, yeah. so yeah. Like, at any point like if you guys noticed when we were shooting that short like i was very cognizant of uh, especially about hannah because she was in in full makeup and i was like hannah do you want to go wait in the car because you've chilling. got You've got sticky fluid on you, and it's and it's like freezing weather right and, now. And yeah, she, and she was I was worried because like even, she yeah. was already like yeah she, she was, was shaking, shaking, and I was yeah. like okay go in the car, and she was fine. She was like she's just she she's even like, admitted yeah, that let's do it. Yeah, yeah, she she even admitted I probably should have dressed warmer, but like thanks for you know. But you can yeah. see it too yeah. in the scene mm-hmm. too, right? Oh, like, yeah. Her eyes are going all over the place, and oh, she's kind of shaking and yeah. stuff, and it just worked. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did like our our track was prepped too. We had spare sweaters, we had blankets, we had the keys were right there. Like, well, there you go. Prepper in the making. Well, that's yeah. just it, right? And <laughs> yeah. like. We were constantly safety checking with each other, like between every scene, we would say safety check, and everyone would sound off like, "Yeah, I'm good, 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 good." Yeah, that, that'll thing. be a continuous thing. Like, yeah, oh for sure. Oh, it'll have to be. It'll feel annoying that we'll do it so much, but it's it's, it's very story. important. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's very no important. Kidding. Well, like I mean, I, I was just thinking about that the other day, and I was like, you know, if we are going to shoot this in December, we got to like it, basically we set up the what whatever we need to do to keep people warm. Our camera oh, like crew sets up. Setting up will yeah. just be that'll be like two days. Yeah. Like yeah. if you want me to set up a wall tent and a mm-hmm. wood stove and all that stuff, I have no problem doing it. But just to get it set up is yeah. going to be three to four hours. Well, there you go. See. So so, yeah. so knowing that and, and you get it warm, it, right? that's a different so, thing too. So yeah. it'll be a lot yeah. of logistics. And uh, especially on my end, logistics. like I have and trouble. That's why the like, money will help. like I have trouble on, on on uneven ground and yeah. and adding the the weather like aspect of that it's gonna cause it's just it's gonna make things more difficult mm-hmm. so to have that constant like check-in like even though it may seem annoying it's necessary yeah like with everyone but like with me i'm like 
you know, one wrong step and I'm like, I may go down. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just the truth. And, and Tito is very like aware of that very yeah. early on. And, um, and even with that, like we, we all believe in this, in this, um, in this story so much mm-hmm. and in this project so much that we, we went along and we're, and we're doing it. And like, that's like, there's so much love and passion in this project. Mm-hmm. That's, all, I hope we're we're to suffer for the craft. It, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like well, what was it? Uh, uh, Rhett, uh, when we were when we were shooting Nighthawks, he used to say, "He's like, well, you know, the cold's going to be temporary. The film's going to be forever." Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's it's funny because that's uh, that's um, a Peter Jackson on the Lord of the Rings set thing too. That's one thing that I guess turned into a basically a fuck your shit Tito. Like we've got on our sets, it's just oh, like yeah, a pain is temporary. Hashtag. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a hashtag. Pain is temporary. Yeah, film years. lasts forever. Yeah. Hashtag fuck your shit Tito. Yeah. yeah, no, but um, I, I'm 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 pretty jazzed. This is uh, I mean, like I said, you you've got there's from when this podcast goes online, there'll be two days left of voting. Uh, we really believe in this project. We think we can execute. We're gonna execute it regardless, but we th- yeah. think the money will really help us put that that nice wax polish on it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, and I mean, if you if like I come at it from the like kind of like selfish point of view of like what I hope to gain from it kind of thing is that with the $10,000 we'll be able to put so much polish on it that we'll actually finally be able to kind of crack a shell and, uh, mm. and, and get some attention. Uh, and I mean on us, sure, but also on the region for filmmaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, what I really hope to show is like the extra character is the background is the, the setting, the, the, the natural yeah, we, beauty we, we of the region that we're going to be it. shooting we in. We were joking about it on uh, bonus time because like, oh, it's going to be so bleak and stuff. But like, it's really a beautiful landscape here. I mean, the what what is it called the boreal forest? Yeah, boreal forest. forest. Boreal yeah. forest. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biome that we're in. One of the largest on the planet. Yeah, because it spins around to to Russia. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> Russia. Well, oh, you know, those Russians sneaking across in the, the across yeah, the exactly. North Cap. Yeah, just walking, walking. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, I mean, that is a big part of the story too. Is the is not just the scenery uh, and and the look of it, but the actual fact of the matter that uh, you know it's it's colder climate here, and and that's a strategy that the characters are using. They're kind of like on a northward trek, and you got to portray that when you're filming the movie. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, people have to understand that. Like at minus thirty in a survival situation, yeah. that's not just no. Like I'm going to trek to the South Pole kind of thing, and it's it's really easy. That's like that's, a serious like death, death, death from exposure like is around the corner. Ride for too long, you'll die. Yeah, you know, one, one of those. What is it? Four that, minutes. One of those interesting things dead, that I was actually thinking about in the same in the same stroke is, you know, these zombie designs. If if we end up by the luck of the draw, ending up shooting on very cold days. Yeah, we like, should have some there, frozen. There, there needs to, there needs to be some sort of aesthetic oh, for those zombies. I want to right? see frozen zombies. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. seen it before in any movie, really. And I'm, I'm like, like, like Z Nation eyes or whatever. We could do it. Like, we could do it. We don't. Yeah, and, and you know, from an actor perspective, whomever we cast as those zombies, it'll be really interesting to see, like, working with them about, like, okay, what's the physicality? You, you're, because there will be probably, and thinking about it now, there's one hero zombie in particular that's probably going to be permafrosted. Half of the body is going to be permafrosted and not wearing winter jacket or yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because so. they're zombies and yeah. they turn into summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll have to think about, like, you know, like if they're frozen to a rock or whatever and then they've managed to yeah, loose what, themselves what there should be something the... left behind on the oh. rock that's frozen like bits of hand or like flesh or or the you whole know, arm v- um yeah depending on the decomposition viscera race and yeah all exactly that. i mean we have to have those conversations depending on what time we shoot but the well, money's gonna help so much with that it's just it's gonna grease all these wheels we're gonna be able to make this really in my opinion <laughs> <It's> groundbreaking <laughs> zombie story <laughs> rolls into january it's like 
rest in peace, the cast and crew of Alien <laughs> 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 Survivor. Oh, they went God, into the yeah. woods and they never came back. The you great don't irony. People yeah, the fuck your this. shit, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good news is this year is supposed to be yeah, a El Nino. It's going to help us out. No, actually, you know what? Even right now, I like every day, I'm like, this weather is so good for it. Right now, like, yeah. it's like between uh, one and seven degrees. Like right now, it's cold enough to get that production value, but not cold enough for us yeah, to freeze Yeah, exactly. For us to freeze our butts off. Well, you, you were at CNRL today, weren't you? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like. Winter Wonderland up there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all it's so, full of snow. But it's, but it's melting every day too, right? Like, yeah. so it's just the right there's amount no, of there's snow. No right snow. My side of the highway is not melting as much as your side of the highway. Oh, really? <laughs> no, but like, but but that's the thing. Like here in town, we're still okay and such. But like, uh, it's coming. It's we're gonna have like. I mean, I mean, apparently Saturday's like ten. Yeah. Is what? The Let's film this weekend. Let's really? just film the whole thing. This oh, weekend. Yeah. why couldn't we have done it previously this week? I know it, it would have been like one. Oh come on, last week that, that last weekend yeah, it really was wasn't one. too bad. I yeah, got back to one. the house and my hands weren't working. Like, I <laughs> yeah, like I, I was. Oh man, like, we gotta we gotta harden up. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you guys are all, you guys are all cold and freezing, and I'm like with my gloves. I'm like, what's wrong, guys? Yeah. <laughs> well, Two I pairs. Was, well, yeah. I was surprised because I was Dear, like, I'm one of my pairs. well, I, I was surprised, and I was like, oh shit, when December comes, because when we were done with the preview, one of my thumbs was like b- like barely functioning. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, yeah. we're gonna your have digits to be get a little yeah. stiff. And Warmer gear. Yeah. Next yeah, and time. I was. Well, and that's just it. I wasn't totally. And I was like, "This is happening now. Well, yeah, like when we shoot in December, beautiful. I'm just yeah. gonna be well, dead." Well, and we also but we it's also need be to totally we, different story. and we need yeah. to start earlier too, right? We do. Oh yeah, yeah. For light, for light. What do we get like six hours of light? That good light. Yeah, it's very oh, important. Oh yeah, my couple started. Like, but that is going to be to our benefit yeah. for any yeah. night scenes because we'll be able to film them a little earlier. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Night scenes in the summer up here suck. Yeah. Oh, you can't. You can barely do a night scene in the summer here. Like, I mean, right at the just do like the an solstice. Old just like, make like you it get all blue an hour of actual darkness. Yeah. And like, or, like barely depending on where the camera is pointed, you're gonna get like the sunrise. Yeah. Like dark because it's the same area that is the sunset. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what was I going to say about the Good Survivor, though? Um, is that? Oh no, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm just trying to sort of get into wrap up mode here, like w- what we want to bring to the table for this short. And um, oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say. We don't know exactly when Story Hive is going to make their announcements, right? Voting mm-hmm. period ends on November 9th and we're November things are due at February. Noon. So at noon. I mean, that kind of means that uh, I have to assume they're going to be giving the money away. They're going to be announcing very soon to give these teams, you know, the ability. So. I mean, potentially, if we are able to get one of these $10,000 budgets, like the day that it's announced, we're going to be making plans, ordering prosthetics. Yeah. Um, well, we've already ordered out here our prosthetics. Yeah, we do have some of them already coming in. They're this side of the, the border now. So, um, But still, I mean, if we have any, if we make any decisions in. for frozen zombies and we have to, you know... Uh, um, update our, our shopping and list and everything all the people that we're gonna exactly and like getting the extras mm-hmm. and stuff so we're going to be hitting the ball uh, very quickly as soon as that happens if it happens like i mean i don't want to count our chickens i feel we have a very good chance but that's, that all depends on you listening uh, exactly exactly that i mean the, I, no false sense of security here we haven't won anything yet so uh, we haven't we haven't received any budget yet so show that support um i mean it's the best part about it that i think is awesome of story hive there's nothing to register or sign up yeah. for like yeah, that is a huge like, oh, thing every so other votes just because of that I exactly three clicks no registry just vote yeah the, like, and, like every person i've told everybody that says they voted as haven't as I say, looked into it themselves yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's yeah. like oh, oh cool store, i'm like, in 
Oh, okay, what's the URL? Like five oh, seconds. Am I going to get emails for the rest of my life from weird addresses for signing up for this one thing? Do I have to sign no. up with Facebook? Do they have access to my profile and stuff? And yeah, yeah. It's like, no, none of, that. none of that. Yeah. The only thing that we've got going on that can like post to Facebook for you is our badges, <laughs> our yeah. profile yeah, and badges. Yeah, and that's a total like optional yeah, that thing. Yeah. Right? yeah, I love those badges. That's fun. That's, they're that's they're fun. Cool. Yeah. Right audience on. building. Audience building. So yeah, I mean, uh, you've heard from uh, some of the cast and crew today, and uh, hopefully that's we've we've uh, given you a bit of of more of a taste of who we are and uh, what we're trying to achieve here. I mean, I think the easiest, the best thing I can say about it is uh, your vote is not going to go to waste mm-hmm. because no. it's it's a sure thing. This is yeah. this project's going to happen. If your vote, if if we win, your vote really mattered because not only will we complete this short, but it's also going to be a springboard to try to make this into a web series. So. Yeah, one hundred percent. And we didn't we didn't really do this uh, podcast kind of interview style where we're answering people's questions, but we're uh, we're totally open to you know getting in touch with anybody who want, has any questions about it. Um, you jump know, if we right haven't sold you enough, yeah, Twitter, jump right like, on the Facebook, get in touch. Um, Someone's manning it almost twenty four seven. Maybe yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many of us on there that yeah. uh, somebody yeah. will get back to you for sure right yeah. away. Yeah. Um, if it's two in the morning. It- might take until eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> just, just maybe, just maybe. Um, but you know, maybe once uh, it, you know, moving forward and stuff. Once we know a little bit more, and perhaps once we have a budget and start building the audience even further, uh, maybe we'll be able to do something where we have it more interactive and have people asking us questions, so that we can get to, you know, get to the bottom of what people want to know about the story and about us. But for now, um, I think that's pretty good coverage. Of- yeah. Yeah. Good Survivor, yeah, what we sure. got going on. Storyhive.com. Uh, look for the Good Survivor in the digital shorts. Um, they're going to be given 30 of these $10,000 budgets across Alberta and BC. And uh, so there's amazing projects. I mean, I would love you to just vote for ours. Yeah. But vote for whatever you like. Well, yeah, you get five votes daily. Mm-hmm. So like, Yeah, and it's, there's some amazing products, projects that are going to be made. And I'm sure we're supposed to keep that little tight lips, but it's it's a vote by device, so it's like I don't know. You could you could do <laughs> no, no one no one no one told, said don't do that. I'm just yeah. saying if you have five computers in your home and you five people live in your home, I mean all five of them could vote. I'm just I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean I mean I've been I've been I work in an office that has well, he had to offhand about 15 people, um, and so like, I've been telling people to vote, and that's probably all on the same IP address. So yeah yeah yeah. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? Yep. Um, check it out. Check out Good Survivor. Check out all the other tell stuff we've done before. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell your mailman. Do and it. we promise that we'll stop bugging you to vote once the voting period is done. Then we'll just bug you to watch. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and and and, and little part. little added incentive. Um, I will take this on as a personal task. Uh, if we win Story Hive, I will make it a note that everyone who has liked our Facebook page will get a thank you in the credits. Like up to Boom. that point? Uh, like everybody yeah, who up has until, liked up yeah, that everyone that, so I'm going to take a screenshot of that if we win I'm like all these names are going to go in the credits as as thank yous and shout yeah. outs amazing yeah. that is such a fuck great yeah. idea fuck <laughs> yeah I think we're up to like 300 right forget, now too. yeah we are yeah, yeah. and don't forget on our 321 page, yeah you, somewhere around yeah. there because I invited like 30 prove, people today <laughs> nice if you prove that you voted uh, make sure you post yeah, it on the Walking Dead book competition like you can oh win yeah the, I forgot about that you can win the Walking Dead number one compendium which is Volumes, it collects the first four years. Yeah, it's volumes issues. one through it, It's essentially everything up until the end of the prison uh, arc. 
uh, so, in the books. The so just story. so you guys know, this is the type of guy I am. That's my that's my own personal collection. <laughs> yeah. I I was like I believe in this project so much that I'm going to give up Compendium One of The Walking Dead, which I love. Uh, it to, to basically a raffle of people yeah. that show us their proof of vote. So it's right on Facebook, uh, on Facebook only. Though we have shared the image on other social media just to you know kind of get the interest. But basically, you have to share this one photo. It's the obvious one that says yeah. "Share me to win." Yeah, uh, and got it a doesn't matter where you're Walking from. Dead. Everyone has equal odds. In other words, so if you voted five times and you put five proofs of votes, that's five that's ballots five. for you. Yeah, exactly. And, but it doesn't matter if you're from Alberta, BC, or wherever. If you show your proof of voting, I will ship just, it to you. Just a screenshot. If you we'll win. get it in if your you hands. <laughs> if, yeah. we, if we win. We yeah. will ensure it. We will carry it to if we if we, yeah. if we have to. Yeah, if you're in San <laughs> We'd rather Diego, not. We'll see you next year. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're in yeah, San Diego. Exactly. Uh, we have made some friends there that do love zombie movies. But yeah, definitely check that out. So you have to share that thing and then show your screenshot proof of voting just right on there. It's so easy. And there's a huge prize up for grabs that we're going to be drawing for, I guess, the day after voting. November 9th or 10th next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll November, November 9th, uh, 12, 12 p.m. is when it's over. Yeah, no more voting at that point. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. so that thing is worth like 75 Canadian bucks. It's a sure. big book. It's yeah, a big, it is. beautiful it's, book. It's a really good, really good stories too in there. Um, but... Cool. Yeah. All right. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're The Good Survivor. Uh, look us up right now. Storyhive.com as well. Get that vote in there. Uh, for the YMM podcast this week, I'm Steve. I'm Tito. I'm Ashcake. I'm Dylan. And I'm Andrew. And for uh, on behalf of Todd, uh, we'll see you next set. The YMM Podcast, a T-Man Entertainment production in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find out more at ymmpodcast.com.